We are constantly triggered in our day-to-day lives, but knowing exactly why can be so incredibly tough to pinpoint. Welcome to Stop, I've Just Been Triggered Season 2, where we will explore all things triggers and how to mindfully navigate our own healing journey. I'm Natalie Collar. And I'm Candice Fraser. Let's do this, Candice. Hello and welcome back to Season 2 of Stop, I've Just Been Triggered. Today, we are going to discuss another interesting topic and one that's close to our hearts as therapists, triggers and emotional blockages. Mm, Candice, how are you doing? I am so keen for this one, Nat. (laughs) I'm just, I'm excited to break it down. So let's just jump right in, hey? Yeah, this is going to be an exciting one. Um, (laughs) What is an emotional blockage? Well, look, I think the easiest way to explain an emotional blockage it, look, emotional blockages are like triggers. You know, they're created by a negative past experience, you know, some kind of unresolved emotions or a trauma. You know, it could be self-defeating behaviours and patterns and even self-limiting beliefs, like which all contribute to self-sabotage. Mm. You know, it, really, those emotional blockages and triggers, they just act as a defence mechanism, you know, to help us deal with deep emotional pain that we've experienced you know could be through a traumatic destructive or dysfunctional situation Mm. Mm, yeah and and they can manifest in your life in so many ways right yeah um unfelt or suppressed emotions like anger or resentment guilt they're really dense emotions and they block our energy Mm, they're heavy they're just heavy. that's the only word to decide to yeah. sort of describe them isn't it they're really heavy mm. and and that's exactly right you know the and the main aspects of that mind body connection and the emotional body you know the emotional body can hold on to those suppressed emotions until you actually then allow them to be freed or mm. move them by expressing them which yeah we don't often do we don't mm. kind of even know we're still holding on to them so unless they're released then these emotions can actually hinder our well-being and so then as a result we can get we can have physical manifestations like chronic pain we can have anxiety things like migraines ulcers and other forms of physical illness mm. Mm, like we just chatted about in our last episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So and this so, is kind of a follow-on, Candace. I thought this would be a good kind of follow-on from the last is. one. Yeah, no, it's a great one. I think I might be biased, but um, <laughs> so triggers activate those undesirable feelings like anger, mm. hurt, sadness, uh, fear from past experiences that have been repressed. Mm. So you might be triggered by a person or a situation, by maybe a song or a smell or a colour or anything at all really. Um, But when you're triggered by anger, you may deflect your feelings and blame another person or another thing or another scenario Mm. uh, around the situation. Mm. So when you're reacting to a trigger, it's a fear-based reaction and response. And that's a really low vibrational frequency. Mm. 
So most often people react in anger, even if what they're feeling is fear. Mm. And they're doing this to protect themselves. Absolutely. Mm. Spot on. Spot on. And and like we've discussed before, for most people, anger just becomes their primary defense mechanism. Default, yeah. Yeah, it's often why children um, will get angry because mm. it's it's kind of like the basic reaction, like, you I know, the one that the body. They had the worst mum in the world. but Of course, yeah. <laughs> well, that too, apparently, at some time. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so it, it's, you know, it's, it's really necessary to move anger and any other negative emotions in the body. So if you let out that negative uh, energy from your physical and emotional body, what will end up happening is you end up attracting more positive experiences. And I know this sounds airy-fairy for some people, but it's actually true. The body does respond like to these things. If, mm. if there's heavy kind of negative energies, you will feel low, you will feel drained, you will feel heavy in some hmm. respect, like you've got the weight of the world yeah. on your shoulders. And if you don't move that, um, then, you know, that is burdensome and, and it, it can become quite weighted on you. Hmm. But when you do, that positivity just kind of flows. You feel hmm. lighter, you feel more joyous. It just, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right, oh, Candice? raises the vibration, absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. Mm, mm, and mm. and clearing those emotional blockages that are stored in the body can mm. just help resolve so many things. Yeah. So it will resolve past negative experiences. I mean, they've happened, mm, but mm, the emotional mm, charge for them is taken away. Mm. Um, we can break our unproductive or unhelpful habits, behaviors, beliefs. Mm. Um, we can overcome things like anxiety and fear which are huge for so many people yeah. we can improve our relationships we can think more positively mm. uh, we can improve that mind body connection oh so many things it's mm. it's just amazing it's incredibly powerful you know and and it's it's like i say to clients when i do um emotional blockage clearing mm. um I always say, you know, you have the ability to take charge of your life and the tools you need for creating the change are closer than you think. Oh, I like you know, that. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're capable of living a rich, mm. full life. Your biggest obstacle is yourself and the limiting beliefs that you're holding on to. Mm. And, and that's really what that energy blockage is all about. Mm. So, you know, and the flow on effect, you know, emotional blockages can affect all areas of your life so mm-hmm. yeah your relationships your finances your career your health it 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 just has this almost tsunami effect um on on your overall life it and does. you don't even realize it mm. you know so you know for instance like let's say with relationship issues if as a child your closest companion was like your grandma, you know, um, they, she was kind and loving and affectionate and the only one that made you feel safe and secure, but your grandma passed away. Mm-hmm. And then the loss of that relationship um, creates this feeling of deep loneliness and insecurity, abandonment, and the grief then also mm-hmm. that you carry from it, the loss, um, you know, the bereavement, these then associated feelings become implanted in the subconscious 
And they may later manifest in life by hindering your development of relationships, close and intimate relationships Hmm. as a defense defense mechanism because you don't want to relive that pain of loss again. Someone Mm. I loved left me Mm. and it wasn't, you know, as a child, you don't realize why they left. Mm. Um, You know, it's really hard to explain death to a child, but, you know, but that, that feeling is there. So Mm. it becomes a defense mechanism, you know. And and it's in your body. It's a, it's a reaction because you become an adult and rationally you'll be able to explain or think and rationalize the experience intellectually yes but emotionally in the body it's still unresolved and popping up another um kind of example might be around finances and money Mm. perhaps growing up you're repeatedly hearing things like we don't have enough this is too expensive Mm. you know or poppy syndrome for other people money is the root of all evil yeah yeah taking on subconsciously a negative association with money Mm. and in time although again your conscious logical mind recognizes the necessity of money budgeting money flowing in not wasting it all those things the subconscious mind blocks you from attracting it Mm. or it blocks you from being able to hold on to it and i mean i have heard this is true i haven't done any research but lotto winners statistically show that the majority of winners lose all that money in three or four years Mm. it's it's mind-boggling but it's Mm. that mindset it's that Mm. subconscious belief system that's not in alignment with their conscious actions or desires Mm. So that's a it's it's a powerful thing to think about, isn't it? When mm. you break it down like that. Oh, huge! You know? yeah. yeah, it's 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 an incredible thing how something that seems so simple, so to speak, mm. can really have this flow-on effect in all these areas of our lives that you wouldn't really consider. You know, that they'd be attached to that. Mm. If that makes Absolutely. sense, you know, especially things like finances, and you know, and then there's always things like cellular memory. Oh, so yes. you know oh, which which I'm I'm fascinated by. <laughs> so it, just for the listeners, each cell in our body stores our DNA, as you know, um, and that's passed down through generation and generation. And just as the cells store biological DNA, it's now also believed that they can store a mental, emotional, and spiritual generational mm. trauma. So you know it is impossible for the conscious mind to remember every experience. But the memory of every experience mm. is, is encoded in yourself. Mm. And generational. Mm. Yeah, which is kind of, it's kind of mind-blowing. And, that, and that's what we're referring to when we refer to cellular memory. So, and genera- generational trauma is something that we're hearing more and more about. Mm. Um, and, you know, it, it seems likely there's been a lot of atrocities not in so much our lifetime, but the lifetimes before us, mm. um, you can see how it would have a, a lasting effect through the generations mm. um, and in our cellular memory. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
traumatic events from our childhood, our ancestors leave an emotional print on our cellular memory. Mm-hmm. I think more so than we we actually can imagine. Realize. You know, and yeah, science is yeah. catching up with it. Um, mm. And I think once there's a bit more research around this, I think this will almost be the future of a whole range of therapies. Mm. Are we like you and I both have touched on this in the therapies that we, some of the modalities that yeah. we actually mm. practice. And it is initially, it's like quite, I'd say, confronting um, and mind boggling, but confusing. it's using how confi- like, it's yeah. really confusing. Yeah. But it, it, but it does, it does make a massive difference in people's lives. Mm. And just the relief you see from people um, post session is, it's it is really an amazing area of, of um study at the moment it's it going to be interesting to see what comes out you know mm. but yeah look so blocking and and repressing our emotions um like especially negative emotions really only result in negative manifestations that then eventually can be destructive to you and those around you so but honestly allowing yourself to feel and release these emotions you actually release the pain and the trauma associated with it. It's, you know, it's a healing, uh, deep, deep healing, you know. So Candice, I was thinking maybe um, we could discuss how the mind works. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think let's have a chat about how the mind works and then maybe have a chat about the clearing process. I think it's probably the best angle to go to go with. So we're just going to quickly take you through the mind. So the mind's divided into three parts, um, the conscious, subconscious, and the unconscious mind. The conscious mind is responsible for our critical and analytical and logical thinking. You know, it stores our temporary memory. The subconscious is a little bit different. It's more like a storehouse for all our emotions, our beliefs, our memories, our experiences. It's often referred to as the emotional mind. Mm. And then the unconscious mind is responsible for our behaviors and our body's like automatic responses, Hmm. you know, which are influenced also then by the unconscious and the subconscious mind. Hmm. So, you know, in order to resolve some of these deep traumatic um, events, issues, or anything that we may be holding on to, we really need to release the, the voice of the of the conscious mind mm. and explore what's behind it which is tricky right <laughs> it's not yeah, always I mean it, it certainly sounds tricky yeah. <laughs> considering we have little control over our subconscious or unconscious mind um, yeah but it's doable luckily. yeah it's doable it's, it's really yeah luckily it's it's really in just a simple way of thinking about it your conscious mind will be the one saying that can't be true. That mm. can't just get over it. You know, you shouldn't be reacting like this or whatever it may be. The subconscious is where everything lies to, as to why you're having this reaction or mm. why you're holding onto this emotion. Mm. So basically Candace is going to just talk about the clearing process. Um, and this is about kind of turning the volume down on the conscious mind yes. and just allowing 
what's in the subconscious to come up to the surface and Mm -hmm. be kind of really open and honest and aware of what's actually happening. So do you want to, Candice, you okay to just talk us through a clearing process? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it really all begins with awareness. Shock, horror, Mm -hmm. here she goes again with starting with awareness. (laughs) But it's true. I love it. (laughs) Um, So it begins with awareness honesty, openness, being vulnerable, just moving into this space really dispels the toxic emotions responsible for those emotional blocks. Mm. So it alleviates that unhealthy stress because we can see what's there more clearly. Mm. And with that, it's increasing our awareness of what we're experiencing And moves Mm. us almost into that observer space so that there is space to choose how to react or respond in a situation, in in a particular situation. Yeah. Mm. I I really like this, you know, like this process allows you to just become more mindful of your thoughts and feelings. Mm. Um, You're gaining power over them a little bit by doing this. Definitely. but you're also freeing yourself to pursue what, you know, you truly kind of want in life. It's mm. kind of, it, it's a real, it's almost like an awakening. Yeah. Um, and then you can work towards your highest potential of becoming the person that you want. Mm. So it's, it's not, it's not a very, it's not a um, cut and dry process. It's really a, like almost like a rebirth, um, mm. so to speak, you know, and the process is like complete when you reach that state of acceptance and you know forgiveness and willingness to release and make peace with the past um and ourselves you know because we we identify with our what we're carrying unfortunately oh Um, yeah we do yeah what we're carrying becomes our beliefs yeah our values sometimes absolutely and when we're clearing emotional blocks it really means working on all aspects of our being, you know, mind, yeah. body, soul, emotions, uh, behaviors. Yeah, 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 all the things, um, spiritual, um, all of our being. And Mm-mm. it's about taking time to connect with each part of our being mm. so that we can have the awareness about how each of the parts are kind of working together or not mm. working together mm. yeah it's 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 a it's a definitely an all-encompassing process mm. not a quick one necessarily no but you know anything that's worth it doesn't necessarily happen quickly so mm. you know but um look Candace and I both trained and practiced and practicing techniques for releasing emotional blockages but I'm really fascinated to hear about your practice, Candice, if that's okay, in your therapy technique, which is therapeutic hypnosis. So do you want to just tell us a little bit more about therapeutic hypnosis and and how this works with emotional blockages? Yeah. So as we've already touched on, um, the root of our blockages generally lie in the subconscious sometimes the unconscious because it's also attached to that fight flight, things like stress. Yeah. might be a bit deeper in that little reptilian brain that we we all have. Yeah. But 
hypnotherapy really allows you to, as not, not, oh my goodness, as <laughs> Matt <laughs> said earlier, it's about quieting and bypassing the critical thinking mind mm. to access the subconscious. Mm. And so in hypnotherapy, we can use, there's all sorts of different processes. Some uh, give you the ability to communicate with the subconscious, to get information that you need in order to, to move through those blockages. Mm. And we can also instill new beliefs patterns habits responses into our subconscious and into mm. our reptilian brain a little bit more so that we're not triggered or impacted by past events or current events um it's it's just kind of a, a way to rewire mm. the subconscious and unconscious um i love it, I love it without getting into brain waves and all that it's <laughs> I, I find it fascinating but mm. long story short bypassing that critical mind having conversations with the subconscious because the subconscious remembers everything mm, 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 mm. everything everything <laughs> everything it's always going it is always working um, mm. Our conscious mind, mo mind, mo oh my goodness, might not remember a painting mm. on a wall, but it's there in your subconscious mind. It knows exactly what that painting looks like. Yeah. And likewise, with all our traumatic kind of experiences or stress responses or whatever it is that that we've experienced in the past. Mm. And now I'm just blabbering. Not. No, no, that's it's 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 such fast such a fascinating thing. I mean, look, I've done things like um, you know, EMDR therapy and yes. stuff like that, and where you're really trying to break beyond that conscious. Yeah, yeah mm. you kind of try to just break beyond that conscious thought, um, mm. or hold that conscious thought while you're dealing with the subconscious emotional part. So it's it's all very fascinating and in depth, and mm. and there's just more and more coming up. It's you know, there's so many ways to help people. Um, oh, there are. And Nat, you do this amazing, she's taken me through the process a few times, um, root cause therapy, which I just find fascinating and brilliant. I don't know, Nat, if you want to share yeah, what look, that's about. Well, root cause therapy, it's a really um, interesting modality, actually. And, and I was brought to it really by the name. I like the idea of getting to the root cause but it kind of incorporates um oh, the easiest way to do it is it, it incorporates things like timeline therapy and um tapping into that subconscious um allowing the person to first of all be safe and secure um within the container of themselves and then kind of digging deeper into um allowing them to take back into the subconscious and go to those points in their lives where something may have triggered or traumatized them and mm -hmm. then working through them. And it uses that kind of somatic technique where you, you are actually um, feeling the pain. It sounds bizarre to the listeners, I'm sure, but mm -hmm. the, there's been a lot of study about if the, if the 
reaction to the situation is trapped within your body and that energy is trapped within you. You have to release it in order to move past it. Yeah. So, you know, there's classic situations about um, studies that have been done with somatic experiencing where, you know, for instance, if someone is as holding the energy within their body and their legs are kind of tremoring and Mm -hmm. and their arms are kind of tremoring and it looks Mm -hmm. like they're going to run, um, they're, they're having that response. Um, practitioners will take them through a scenario where they'll say you're running from a tiger. You're running. You're running. And they will basically make them almost in the subconscious become in that state, and they so they actually then feel like they're running from a tiger. So that energy is actually getting released mm. finally. Yeah. Um, and and RCT is a little bit like that, and it's a, it's a really interesting approach. Um, I'll be honest, I was really skeptical in the beginning. <laughs> When I started, I am um, with a lot of the a lot of the modalities I've got. I'm like, yeah, work. It's amazing yeah. what works. Yeah, but it, it but it really does. It's a very very powerful style of therapy, and it kind of just it gets people to the root cause of their current presenting symptoms. Mm. So it's not just about I've been triggered. What triggered it? Um, it could be, you know, people present themselves with like anxiety, depression, um, physical trauma. Um, They could have relationship issues, money issues, all those things we've discussed in our, in this episode and prior. Um, And so basically it's, it's a, it's a regression um, sort of a regression practice Mm. to then process and release those unprocessed emotions. Mm. So it's, um, it's had interesting and impactful results Profound, with people. Yes. Yeah, with people in those um with addictions. It's 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 actually been used a lot in that sort of area. Um and it's it's not like it's not like a simple talk therapy. So I do talk therapy as well, um, as in holistic counseling. Um talk therapy sometimes People can leave feeling worse, you know. Mm-hmm. They can sort of um, re-traumatize themselves. Yeah, yeah, and it can take, um, yeah, it can take a long time. You know, like you said, it, it's just it can take time to create change in their behaviors and their thoughts. So people get really discouraged when they're only doing talk therapy, um, and often what will happen is they'll disconnect from the therapy at the most crucial point. Yeah, when it's about to make a shift. Yeah. So with um with uh, root cause therapy, basically because it creates a space for the person to learn why they're doing what they're doing, or why that emotion is trapped, or why the thinking is connected to you know what it's connected to, or you know how they feel about themselves. Um basically they can discover and do the shift in those unwanted patterns like consciously but quite rapidly Mm. so it's it's just a really yeah it's now I'm waffling on um we both love our modalities what can we say (laughs) yeah it's a really beautiful modality and um it's something that I'm I've always feel honored whenever I conduct a session in RCT I'm like oh I feel so lucky I can be able to do this. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's 
in a nutshell, it does it does release emotional blockages, um, and it's really incredibly powerful. Incredibly powerful, and we're mm. so lucky that we live in a time that these modalities are becoming more accessible. Mm. And Absolutely, such big shifts really quickly. Yeah, it's it's an exciting time to be dealing with your hard stuff (laughs) yeah exactly and and it's a really I think it's a much needed um this space of mental health and mental well-being it's 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 finally getting the recognition that it 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 needs and deserves yeah exactly because I think for a long time everyone kind of thought you just got to plug along and that's Mm. life um Mm. but now people are starting to realize no we need to actually take care of ourselves yeah and if not only for ourselves, but our children. For our children and yeah. our grandchildren. Their children. Yeah. yeah exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So Nat, I think we've gone over time again. So we might wrap up everyone. Sorry. No, no, I me too. We love we love to chat. We love to chat. We do. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Hopefully you found that um a little bit interesting and insightful. Uh, if not inspiring, that there are these really great ways to get these trapped emotions out of our body Um, Mm. because when they sit there and fester and grow, it's when we move into physical manifestation of things like disease, like we chatted Mm. about in our previous episode. So um, let's all work on unblocking our blocked emotions and energy within Mm. great great point Candice great point and also look the thing is none of us want to live a miserable life fueled mm. by anger resentment um, shame blame it's just it doesn't actually achieve anything so you know like Candice said let, let's kind of aim for that um you know heal 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 yourself and and basically you can have a wonderful life ahead of you with less kind of angst and mm. you know internal turmoil and carrying um such heavy burden yeah thanks everyone for listening and um we'll be back next fortnight with the next installment we really appreciate you following along if there's anything that you would like us to cover um any topics or any discussions around triggers um it could be even about trauma or emotional blockages just send us a dm um, on our socials and we'll get back to you. Take care.